cliffcentral.com cliffcentral.com no borders it's your boy kf and daryl in the building daryl was good i'm good my man how you doing uh very hectic today very hectic this week how are you feeling as a zimbabwean uh yes 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 yes, yes. Confused. confused i think that would be that would be the best word not necessarily confused i think we confuse ourselves as zimbabweans a lot of things that we've seen coming yeah um and besides seeing coming these are things that have been repetitive in our history as a nation true um maybe what is different is specifically speaking of um Emerson Mnangagwa former vice yeah. president Emerson Mnangagwa's um axing from his post and from the from the party yeah um i think um the only difference is was we've seen a lot of vice presidents being sacked he ain't the first one uh, he ain't the first one uh, but the only difference is that he then immediately left the country. And yeah. we could actually say that he's on the run. Uh, he's in exile. The last time we had anyone in exile was probably around the 1970s <laughs> when, when, when Zanu Piyok was fighting the war. But anyway, so this is a three-part series of what No Borders is calling election, the election series. Uh, we are going to be talking today specifically, we're going to be talking with Tino Mambeo from the Tajamoka movement. And AC Lumumba, who is infamously or famously known. I mean, he needs no introduction. Mm. Um, Tino, yeah, how are you? How are you doing, my brother? Could you quickly introduce yourself and the movement that you stand for? Uh, my name is Tino Mandel. Um, how are you, listeners? I represent Tajamuka. I represent Tajamuka, South Africa. I have a division. We are the guys on the street. We always try and put pressure on government to make sure at least that uh, things get done. And we are also very happy. What does Tajamuka stand for as, as a movement? Is it a political party? Is it a movement? What exactly are you? Tajamuka is not a political party. Tajamuka is a citizen's movement. It is a pressure group where citizens express their feeling, desire, anger, and all sorts of things that they need corrected within the country's borders. Yeah. So basically uh, uh, a lobby and advocacy. Lobbying advocates and showing action, we need to be active on the streets. Because people have been doing too much of, of the talking. Of course, uh, there's, uh, there are certain processes that hinder movements, but uh, we try and address the challenges as they go. Remember, for people to be on the street, you have got to make sure that you've got financial backup. Mm-hmm. Uh, people get beaten, they need to be in hospitals, they need to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. But against all odds, we try and push each and every time that we get a chance. Um, you know, speaking of finances, and, and of course, in anything that we do, there is a need for, for um, the back, financial backing. Yes. There has been, um, of late, there has been this talk, and I'm sure your, your leader, Promise Mkwananzi, yes. stepped down yes. because of allegations from a certain lady in the United States, a Zimbabwean yes. who is based in the United yes. States, yes. Yes. accusing him of having swindled her of money. Like, can, you, can you give us a brief background? Tell us what, what exactly has been going on. Well, uh, from what we've gathered uh, is, Tajamuka, is that uh, there have, uh, there's been some tra- transactions to that effect. Uh, and uh, she feels that some of the money was not properly used. And we are, tri- we are still also in the process of uh, trying to finalize on that. But are we... So is this, are you saying that you guys have, have started um, uh, an investigation, an internal investigation on how these funds were used and if there was actually mismanagement or um, dubious management of of the funds that were provided by this specific woman. And once we know of the facts regarding that matter, then we can always come to the public and uh, uh, and uh, share that information with them. But at the moment, it's all investigations. And we, 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 we are an open, uh, you know, we're an open book. We don't hide anything from anyone. Yeah. You, you know, t- it's, it's a problem, Daryl. Uh, yeah. I think one of Zimbabwe's biggest fears 
my biggest fear as a Zimbabwean is that the people who are meant to be fighting against who we deem are the corrupt um, then are involved in corrupt issues. Do you think, from a Tajamuka point of, of view, of course you're going to defend yourself and that's exactly what we want you to do. But looking at it uh, within the political realm, do you think that financial gain has been a problem, especially coming from opposition movements? Uh, I think... Let's also look at uh, Morgan Changirai. Uh, there was a time when we spoke about you know the him living off of ZANU-PF uh, yeah. when he was prime minister, remaining in the prime ministerial house, which was funded by the government, which is taxpayers' money. It's still, still happening now. It's, yeah. We're still, still funded. Uh, always flights and stuff. And, and we also need to talk about because I mean That's we need to say. take we need yeah. to take uh, the people who are fighting for us to task. Otherwise, we're but, gonna have another ZANU-PF. Yeah. Let's look at this. Mm-hmm. All activists in Zimbabwe. Are school leavers that have graduated with degrees and that find themselves with no business, mm-hmm. no income, no cash. So technically, for all the effort that they put, they've got to be remunerated in a way. Mm-hmm. And we thank all our stakeholders that have been taking, uh, taking care of them to make sure that at the end of the day, some of them have got families, mm-hmm. some of them go into hospitals. So there is a whole lot of processes around that. And to imagine that one would go up and down the streets and uh, flying all over the, you know, uh, all over the globe trying to garner support for a particular cause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then after all that work, then you go back home on an empty stomach. It's not mm-hmm. possible. If we no, go no. back, if yeah. we, uh, let, let's just go back into how uh, wars activism work. Uh, if we would go back uh, in the 70s, the liberation war was financed by different people, that the British, the Czech of Slovakians, the Chinese, all mm-hmm. of them, they all did their party. So this is the same situation that we find ourselves in. Our activists have got to be taken care of, and we have got to make sure that the people out there provide resources for the movement to go on. I mean, we can, we, we, can definitely, we can definitely not deny the need for financial remuneration, yeah. because it is your job. Yes. Um, my issue was with, with, with saying that the extravagance and the misuse of these finances because it will it would then be embedded in 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 in, in a mindset that believes that okay why has our economy died because of zanupf's mismanagement of state resources and 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 corruption plain and simple if we then see these same traits coming up with amongst the people who we have invested our our livelihoods and said yes guys we are willing to support you to free us from this demon uh, but then, you know, our saviour, our messiahs, then tend to... What, what I can mm-hmm. tell you from what we know, all the funds that we received, that were accounted for, they gone, they went into the processes that they were supposed to go in for. Okay. Yeah. If there is, as, as you do, of the allegations and that and that, we are not denying that. We All we are saying is... There is an tried, investigation in process. We tried, we are investigating that to establish how the money would have been used otherwise. But the bottom line is, people must not lose hope. Mm-hmm. People must continue to support the movement. The movement is the movement for the people. And people will support in different ways. Yeah. If you cannot support financially, when we say come into the streets to protest, then you come into the streets to, uh, to protest. That is how we are going to win this war. And also remember the timing of the allegations. Mm-hmm. Um, according to our investigations, this uh, should have been, uh, uh, the, the process actually happened last year, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it comes out now. 
there's, yeah. there's a lot of things that are, you know. <laughs> the, the timing is a thing But I mean If it did happen It did happen mm-hmm. That's another thing the, But then I, I do agree though That the timing is a bit dubious It is it To is, say it just is. as we are moving Into this very critical point in time yeah. These allegations have been kept The surface And you, you, mm. you ask yourself Where is Where uh, Where has these allegations been the And uh, when After all has been said and done The lady then says I, I don't put any blame on you But she goes on to say That all I need is an apology So Where are we Mm-hmm. Does he need accountability or an apology? And we can't run away from the fact that we do know that one of um, Sanupiev's political gimmicks or tools to destabilize opposition parties has been by infiltrating, you know, through the structures. Exactly, that's, yeah. uh, that's, that's one of the things that, that has kept Sanupiev in power for so much, a long time. They yeah. infiltrate you and make sure that you dance according to their tune. And if you cannot dance according to their tune, they'll make you dirty and you look dirty, of course. Yeah, but I'm clean. not saying that uh, somebody's making uh, frivolous claims. I'm only giving we're you. We're analyzing an the situation and saying, these are the pros and the cons yeah, yeah. And this is how we're looking at it objectively Kev, I, I, I was in Zoom um, I think that was September End of September And you know I had a situation Where I had to change my dollars Into bundles Because mm-hmm. I, and I had to pay for something But uh, And then Like the people who are selling the, the, the bond notes, I think, yeah, were selling the bond notes on the road, were getting beat up, you know, yes. and everybody was running, like the whole of town was literally running, and some lady slipped, like, under the car, because we had to get in the car, because it was a road, we are trying to drive away, some lady, but don't pass the motor, so now, so now, so now, so now, you know, so now, so now, is that we're beating people? Yeah, uh, they were beating the guys who were selling the, the bond notes. <laughs> I mean, that that that's sorry preposterous. Sorry? Is that the word you're looking for? <laughs> that's inconceivable. Oh, okay. Maybe you yeah. know why would they? Tajamka does Tajamka does not beat people on the streets. Oh yeah. yeah. Tajamka is the people. How can people be beating themselves up? <laughs> oh, okay. Who, who's, if you should put in, if the only people that survive on the street is Tajamka and the vendors. So Tajamka is vendors, Tajamka is you, Tajamka is me. Oh, so okay. we, we will never have anything to do with such a horrific acts. And only the best, the best people that do those uh, tricks is Zanfiev. They send uh, the, their malicious uh, people, their goons, to try and uh, tarnish the good image of a very good organization. That stands for the people. Oh, man. AC. Uh, welcome back. What up, man? What up, guys? I see you got a co-host now, man. You got a, I see you change co-hosts. We have to, we have to, we have to. It's good, it's good to see you guys supporting each other, man. It's good. You know what I'm very happy about is it's more Zimbabwean boys doing big things out of the country. So kudos to you guys. The one thing that we lack as a nation at this point in time, uh, even politically, is solidarity. Um, there needs to be, you know, unity and collaboration. Uh, no, no man is an island, as they say. And you know, I, I could have had the show to myself, <laughs> but I thought, you know what? One, I'm very opinionated. Uh, it might end up being a one-sided conversation, twenty-four-seven. <laughs> and welcome, Daryl, who's a very different and vibrant individual who brings such an amazing um perspective in terms of the issues that we discuss. AC, yeah. First and foremost, in regards to, we know AC Lumumba. What does AC Lumumba stand for? Uh, not in terms of principle or or your mission or state, but uh, is Viva still an entity? And what sort of entity is Viva? Is it a movement? Is it a political party? Uh, you did have that press conference, the infamous uh, uh, press conference, but that was just a press conference. Mm-hmm. Since then, um, what 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 is it that AC is? What is he a part of? Okay, so look, I think before anything else, I am a Zimbabwean, like you, like Tino, who's 
sitting next to me and like the I'm guessing a lot of the audience who are going to be listening to this. So like like you I am a Zimbabwean and fundamentally being a Zimbabwean I am responsible to the affairs of my country. One of those responsibilities to the affairs of my country is a political responsibility. I am a politically responsible Zimbabwean citizen. citizen. So I take that responsibility very seriously and I always say the word responsibility means the ability to respond. So I have the ability to respond to the current political circumstance in the country. I am a political leader. When I say I'm a political leader, I mean I am a thought leader to myself. I lead myself by the road in which I want to walk through or by the road in which I have paved. The the concept of the story of Viva Zimbabwe was an idea. The mm-hmm. very idea we preached the day we launched. It was an idea and an idea that spoke two things. The first thing it spoke is young people have to understand their responsibility to register to vote. We were the first ones on the scene with that message. We introduced the message. Now everybody's running with it, but we were ahead of the curve with that message. When everybody was saying, no, let's be activists. Let's go on the road and let's do this flag. Let's I mean, go on the road I, and let's I mean, protest. I agree. I agree, AC. And, and, and of course, Daryl and I, uh, my brother, Kamu, who has left the show, um, we are also responsible political citizens, mm-hmm. responsible in all aspects, but also politically in terms of engagement, in terms of the sharing of knowledge, in terms of, you know, education and awareness. But if you asked me, KF, okay, uh, as KF and your political agenda, what do you represent? I will tell you that I'm not just a responsible political citizen. I'm responsible in regards to media. And what do I stand for? I stand for No Borders, which is there to educate people. That is my platform. What is... Besides the philosophy uh, and the belief behind it, the values, what is um, what does AC Lumumba represent? Is there a political part? And you you used one word, we. Who is we? Okay. Uh, because at this point in time, the only representative of um, your movement, let's call it your movement, that we know of has been AC Lumumba. And maybe that's ignorance on your part. So, you know... <laughs> And, and maybe ignorance on a lot of people's part, which is what we're trying to find out now. So I, 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 I plead ignorance, <laughs> which is what I'm trying to find out now. And ignorance reigns supreme in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a, I've met now a lot of very smart, ignorant Zimbabweans who seldom uh, say things that are founded on fact, but they say things founded on their biased opinions. So let me address this. Uh, I, I just want to finish addressing the first question and then I want to quickly address this one. And I know we have time issues to deal with. But I was saying the idea was we went ahead with the with the agenda of register to vote. When we saw the wave or the fire growing about registering to vote, we moved ahead of the curve because as a thought leader, as a political leader, you must always lead. So we went to the next conversation, which is again what we stand for, which is young people must not just register to vote. They must run for political office. We were the first ones with that message. No political party was speaking about that we set the platform with an agenda to say if you're a young person and you want to register you want to run for political office and you don't have anywhere to go to do it you can come to us and we can help you get it done now a lot of young people who zimbabweans know today who are running for political office like uh the fadzai maheres uh like the karaji mafukizes like the linda uh like like the vimbais i can authoritatively tell you there is not a single one of them who did not go through us the reason they are not running on the Viva ticket, however, is because we also learned something as we were growing that there is political party fatigue in our generation. Young people are no longer interested in these things called political parties. 
They don't want these vehicles that we, we keep trying to set up for them. You know, we're living in a Tesla world where everybody wants to, no one is still focusing on BMW or Mercedes Benz. Tesla is saying, well, you know what? There's actually cars that don't need no names. These cars have got absolutely no names. They're just hybrid vehicles that use sunlight to, to, to move. So we became the Tesla and we disbanded the idea of running under a political party. We didn't disband the idea of running, just disbanded the idea of running under a political party because it is very hard to control and we don't have the resources to do it yet. I am still too ill-experienced to do it. Now, to answer your question that who is we, I think we is the young man sitting next to me, Tino. I think we is you. I think we is every young person who is contesting. We is Patson Mafuki, uh, Patson Mashinga is a we is agency, Gumbo. We is Maureen Kaunde Manga. We is Kurakwashi Mosasiwa. That's Viva Zimbabwe. Those are the people who subscribe to the idea that young people must okay, vote so and young people so, must run for okay, office. Okay, so basically within all this flowery uh, language, uh, you are saying that Viva is an idea and it was... Um, it, it, it was a philosophy. It's it's not a structure. Is that what you brought to the table? Yes. That's that's what I'm getting. Viva is Viva political is a, it, thought it, leadership. It, it, okay. So so you do not represent a structure. You are like Bimbai, like um, Fadzai. You're an individual. That's 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 all we're trying to get to. Okay. Right. I, I mean, are we are we on the same page? Okay. I, I think the the biggest problem that we have, and if we're going to move forward in terms of in terms of you know political literacy especially with the upcoming um elections is that transparency is key yeah you know what i mean and 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 where transparency and as a politician you can never argue ignorance what you could argue is that you have not gotten the word out there because this is a question you know i've i've, I've been speaking to people and people ask us questions mm-hmm. uh for example dr nkosanamoy um uh, who is also going to be a part of this election series, uh, as well as Albert, Albert Gumbo, who is the interim secretary of the Alliance for the People's Agenda. I spoke to him and I said, guys, okay, do you realize that you came and you left? You know, there are people in salons. A friend of mine actually told me that she was in a salon the other day. She's like, ah, where is he? And without platforms such as this, where we put each other to task and we extract as much information about you, there is never going to be a situation where people are fully informed to the extent where they can vote. Um, what, what, what's, what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, where they can vote with enough information yeah. uh, no, to make an informed vote. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only way people will be able to make an informed decision, an informed vote, is if they have as much information about you as possible. Okay, now that we've gone to the gist of that, in regards to the upcoming elections, we're going to get into, you know, uh, everything that people are talking about, in, which is, you know, ZANU, PF, and so forth and so on. Yeah. I, I definitely think, and, and, and uh, the acting of um, Vice President, former Vice President Emerson mm-hmm. Nangagwa, I think the, the biggest problem that we make is that we focus on their ills and don't present, present a solution. Do you know? You, you know what I'm saying? Of course I, I mean, th- there is that problem. that, And the more we talk about them, the more they become a part of the discussion. We, they should not be a part of the discussion. Um, they should only be a part of the discussion in terms of what you will do better than and what they, they're doing. Yeah. So let's not focus on what they're doing wrong. Let's focus on what you're doing right. That will then uh, cancel out what they're doing wrong. My contribution. Uh, my, uh, my contribution in terms of uh, the issue of uh, Munangagwa, the old guard, mm-hmm. and all previous and PF supporters, is now what will determine the future of Zimbabwe is not what happened before, 
What will determine the future of Zimbabwe is what is everybody willing to do now. And I will tell you, there is an old Shona saying which, which goes, Ashunya Agwa. Can I cheat Ashunya Agwa to recruit each and everybody Zimbabwean? must now fight to make sure that the Zimbabwe that was fought for previously by our, our fathers mm-hmm. is the one that we should begin to live now. I grew up in ZANU-PF. I'm actually 31 years old, and mm-hmm. I'm celebrating my birthday. But there is really nothing that I can show for it. So we are saying, if we are going to have another old guard leading us for the next 10, 15 years, there is a high chance that I will reach 40 without even having worked. I will reach 40 without even having a pension. So we are actually going nowhere. But the message that we are trying to send, which is unequivocally clear, is that this is the right time for youth to be in the politics of, mm-hmm. this, of the country. This is the right time for youth to take power. We want to do away with the old guard, be it in opposition, be it in whatever form or whatever structure. We need them for guidance, but in terms of deciding where the country should go, they mm-hmm. have done their part. These people went to war, Ndivana Chimuhido, Ndivana Mjiba, Mao veterans, now is the time for youth to take power and take control. When we go into elections in 2018, my wish is that uh, we have a youthful president, a president that is under the age of 45 years. That is what we want. We need to have a youthful minister. We need to give a person like Esi Lumumba the chance to go around and mobilize people and stand for the, for the country. We have got the power, we have got the zeal, we have got the means. But these people that we have, they are tired. ZANPF, the old guard is tired. Opposing old guard, they are all tired. They can only do things from the boardrooms. They cannot be there on the street. So I'm appealing to Zimbabweans. I'm appealing to the youth. I'm saying, guys, let's all take up arms and make sure that Zimbabwe becomes a better country for all. I think one thing that's been done very well at this point in time, and, and um, just to run away from the usual rhetoric, I don't want this to be, this election season, I don't want it to be about talking about what, what's on social media. Yeah. And not to, not to run away from, from the validity of of your points uh, But I think one thing Tajamga has done very well One thing AC has done very well One thing Fadzai has done uh, Linda and Vimbai um, The election uh, resource center One thing that has been done very well by a, by a lot of organizations in Zimbabwe right now Is pushing for people to register to vote I, I mean we've got to give kudos to it You know, Every second Second yeah. on Facebook or Twitter Or in the streets You are hearing of people saying you know what, let us register to vote. Mm-hmm. I mean, ERC actually has a function that they're holding in, in, in Arare on the 17th of November where they're saying that either it's $5 to enter to see performances and musicians and to have a good time, either it's $5 to, to, to enter or just bring your voting registration ticket. And you get it. Beautiful. Yes, beautiful. The ideas that are out there are let, amazing. Let mm-hmm. me give you something that is in the bucket, something that we are busy cooking right now. With uh, my, my colleague uh, Lumumba. Mm-hmm. We are planning a very Very big and influential gig Or gigs rather mm-hmm. Where we are going to say We bring Chris Brown Into our, uh, in the National Sports Stadium But we don't want your money What we want is your voter registration slip mm-hmm. If you can bring us the, your voter registration slip we are good to go. Mm-hmm. And we are going to even have an age group. We need a certain type of people to attend those shows. Mm-hmm. You might be surprised that if you are above a certain age, you are not going to come in even if you have registered to vote. So we are going to engage the youth in a way that they understand. Oh, man. But the program, uh, the program, the desire, everything is in place. So we are saying to the, to, to the young people, when, when the message has been sent out, it has got to be responded and each and everybody has got to share the message to make sure that it reaches, it gets home. We have got more than 4 million youths that are capable in Zimbabwe that can go out have, and vote. Do we have, uh, is that is that our voter registration base? 
of people who are eligible to vote within the country amongst it's, the it's youth. Seven million. Uh, when we talk youth. of nationally, it's seven million. Yeah. But youth is more than six percent of the population. So give a rough figure. That is seven about million, that is about four, four million. million. So that where is, are the four million people? That is, that so is I'm amazing, telling you, yeah. if me and AC and the other guys, Morin Kademonga, promise Mkananzi, can put together uh, those four million, if they mm. can come and vote, who is gonna defeat that youthful party? There's so no we will now need mm. to take power. So mm. this is what you are doing. How are you gonna fund that? That's crazy. Oh, 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 the reason why he is here now is drumming up support. Yeah. I'm drumming up support. You are going to the international community. We are speaking to business people and they love the idea because they understand without youth, you are not going anywhere. And also political parties that are already in existence, they are doing something about it. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of saying, guys, let's do it. And we are already, mm-hmm. as you are saying it now, we are already going somewhere. Yeah. We are doing it. AC, looking into the obvious, uh, the obvious topic of, of the moment, which is, um, the axing of uh, Vice President Emerson Nangagwa, and I don't think that's the actual issue. Is his axing? The actual issue is Dr. the the um, yes, Doctor Amai, and the the monarchy that is about to to be established. When you were still in Zanupiaf, did you see this coming? Yes, you saw her power uh, and her influence within the party. Maybe not within the party, but. Towards her husband, which is which then filters to the party coming. Did, is this something you knew was going to happen? In fact, I announced it. Two and a half years before I left ZANU-PF. I announced it as soon as I joined ZANU-PF. When I joined ZANU-PF, it was very clear to me who was calling the shots. In fact, when I joined ZANU-PF, notoriously I was known for being a G40 prefect. Yeah, because you were, you were, um, under, uh, Sevia Kasukwere's uh, right. wing and Sevia Kasukwere is a very prominent figure within the G40. That's right. So I've never been under any doubt. What function she performed in the party mm-hmm. What the only thing that what, that hadn't happened yet Which has happened now Is she is starting to get the accolades or the titles But she's always been running the show And I think we haven't even seen the rest the rest of it yet So she's not yet vice president mm-hmm. She will be uh, After the Congress After the Congress um, If she gets to president She'll be president for a day But that woman is never going to be my president <laughs> I will not let her Yeah uh, Okay you see, I mean, it's, it's, it's a conundrum because, um, for us, this, what has been her motive, what has been the motivating factor? Uh, a lot of circles talk about the fear that she fears the repercussions of Zanupiev losing power whilst she's still alive. Is it, has she been protecting, is it a matter of protecting her assets and her family or is it a genuine want of power? No, it's, in Shona, they call it Kusekerera Benzi. Mm-hmm. So when you leave a child un- unsupervised and then you come back home and the child has made a mess, I don't even so much blame the child. I blame us. We let that happen. So I contributed to it. Zimbabweans contributed to it. Zimbabweans need to stop acting like this happened Next door. This happened in the same mm-hmm. country that you live in. So when I hear people saying things like, oh, AC, you're a part of it. I'm like, are you, don't you live in Zimbabwe? What do you mean <laughs> I was a part of it? Like, yeah. do you not, do I not have one life like you have one life? Mm-hmm. Do I not have, you know, one house? You know, do I not, can I not only be in one place the same way you're in one place at a time? So whatever contribution I made, your action or lack of thereof, also participated. Did you ever think that, did you think at any point in time that Emerson Mnangagwa had a, a, a fighting chance against the G40? I, yes, I always thought he did. I just, with time, 
came to appreciate that he never had the audacity to actually put up a fight. Unuzoyana wewe vanunzwa ni mbiri ya kari. Unuzoyana ana and they just don't understand that now we are now in you know uh, evolved hybrids of vehicles and it doesn't matter anymore that you used to drive a fancy car that's ed in in one of your recent videos on facebook um you said you're here to meet him have you met for the purpose of my security and his, I would like to not go into detail, but what I can authoritatively tell you is he is not in Zimbabwe. Uh, I am in direct communication with everything that is taking place to do with his not being in Zimbabwe. Yeah. And there is a very, very serious contingent in place to deal with the question of so what next for Zimbabwe. You, you, you said he has 48 hours. He did at that time, yes. And he used them well. Can oh, you can you explain well? that? Or oh, by okay. leaving? Yeah. So when I said it, for hours, that, is, that's what I said at the beginning. I said we've seen this happen before, but Joyce Mujuru didn't leave. She stayed in the country. And, yeah. But then him leaving then does tell us that there's something probably cooking. He wasn't going to wait for the same process that has that he's seen take place to take place. But sorry and, to cut you off. Yeah. You can go on there. And that was part of the forty-eight hours. You know, part of the condition, part of the condition to the forty-eight hours was. Is he going to wait for a slaughter mm-hmm. or is he going to run away to leave to fight another day? You see, when you're in a fight, you have two options. You either fight in that moment and lose if you're fighting a stronger opponent or you retreat. Retreat is not surrender. He retreated so that he can leave to fight another day. I think he made a smart move. The ball is now in his court. So, you know, he's now... Game Rashika Patach is a move. So, Dupa Shiga game. And right now... He's the one who's got the next touch. I like that. And, and political analysis. Uh, and it might be semi-pessimistic. Yeah. This election is very close. In terms of like, we only have a couple of months to go. Right. Um, preparations have not been, there has not been enough time for a lot of the opposition political parties to prepare adequately. And this is just coming from simple political science 101. I'm not saying the, the, the election has been lost. That is not what I'm saying. Good. But I am saying that preparation time is very minimal. Um, let us assume that the only, that de- Zanupiev was definitely going to win. Do you think Emerson Munangagwa would have been the lesser of the two evils? Impossible. Impossible. He was going to be the same. Uh, in, in fact, as, as G40. Okay, so first of all, the issue of, of the opposition. There is only the only reason you don't have a united opposition in Zimbabwe. There's one reason, one reason alone, and that reason is called Morgan Changirai. It's the only reason you don't have a united opposition because everyone who is not MDC is not MDC for one reason. Morgan Changirai. Yeah. And, and, okay. and thank you, AC. I just okay. want to touch so, on the yeah. points sure. as you bring sure. them up so that I don't forget. And that's exactly what I was telling Tino, where I said that. The unfortunate thing about all these opposition, uh, the opposition, yes. has been that their flaws have come to surface even before they have actually gotten into power. Now, the fear of the common person is that now, if we do put you into power, what is to say that you're not going to take the same route that Zanu PF did? It's going to be the same. Look at Kama, uh, the the uh, um, Botswana, the Botswana president. Yeah. He has clearly said, "Guys, my two terms are done." Now, if you're telling me that your two terms. Within the party are done And you won't even leave mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I mean, c- come on. What if we actually then do put you, give you a position of actual power? And yeah. Um, so, I mean, I wanted to touch on Morgan Tsangare. You can go on into, in regards to, to Morgan Tsangare. Yeah, so so that is exactly what the problem is. So the, the, this thing called opposition, we have one opposition in Zimbabwe, which is the Zimbabwean people, okay? So when Nkosana Moyo comes up, Nkosana Moyo is just a frustration. He's a manifestation of the frustration of Morgan Tsangirai not leaving. The reason mm. you have a Tendai PT as a political party is it's a manifestation of a frustration of a Morgan Tsangirai not leaving. It is not a struggle for power. Absolutely. So all of these so-called opposition leaders, including myself, were a manifestation of Morgan Changirai refusing to leave. Now, should a Chamisa take over? I think the story is a wrap. It's a wrap. Should a Chamisa take over? You now have one opposition in the country. Or should there be a process to replace Morgan Changirai? Now, to, 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 to the latter part of your question, which is, so was, if Idi had not gone, was he going to be any better? The trouble is, and I'm sure you, we've discussed this before, ZANU-PF, the idea is not the problem. What ZANU-PF preaches is what every Zimbabwean has been asking for since independence. ZANU-PF's idea is an African idea. Right. On paper, it is amazing, and we can it's never good. run away it's from good. that. It's, yeah. it's a very good idea, but as, uh, what's his name, Julius Malema has been constantly saying, mm-hmm. is that he is killing the African legacy. That's right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> what Munangagwa could have done, if he was still in the party, is he was the only person who could have saved Robert Mugabe from himself. Robert Mugabe needs to be saved. You did say this on ANN7 yeah. as well. Yes. He needs to be saved from himself. The man is in trouble. He's in a corner. He's got this woman who says, you're not leaving this house today. Unless later vice president. And as the older you get, the more dependent you are on your partner, especially when you are, when you have the, the, you know, the age of a granddaughter to a grandfather. So he is desperately in need of the aid. I mean, the man walks with a, with, you know, you know, with, 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 with a chest breast. Mm. Um, so he needs support for his back. The man has got a catheter in his pants every day when he's walking. So he absolutely needs the help of his wife. So he is under capture. ED could have saved his legacy by saving Mugabe from himself and allowing the idea of ZANU-PF to proceed. Now, now that ED is no longer Do you there. Think Robert Mugabe is, has become that senile because of old age to the extent where he doesn't realize that this guy was there to save me, that he doesn't realize that his better, he was better off uh, uh, submitting to 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 Emerson as opposed to his wife. Well, let Let's describe Mugabe in a way that is more understandable to almost everyone. Since time immemorial, okay. Uh, since the time they made him Secretary General of Zanzibar, mm-hmm. it's immemorial. It's immemorial for a lot of kids who were born. Yes, probably. <laughs> I, th- I think I make sense. Yeah. So since he was appointed the Secretary General of Zanzibar, Mugabe has never wanted to compete with anyone. Mugabe has never wanted to be in an election within his own party. So Mugabe survives on instilling fear and calling for uh, endorsements. He has never gone into an election with anyone. You, you can come from uh, within the same party. You can look at uh, Joshua Nkoma as the PF. He was just being endorsed. Mm-hmm. There's never been a, a party election to try and find Congress, a president. Congress has never been split. Yes, that's over, what I'm trying to talk him, about. Over him becoming... So Mugabe, Mugabe has yet a presidency, uh, has yet the dream to be the president forever, since time immemorial. So we are dealing with a monster who does not want to see power being taken from his hands to anybody else while he's alive. You will be very surprised that even if the wife becomes VP, 
he will still remain president because he's alive. He believes. <laughs> that is Mugabe for you. That's, that's crazy. Yes. <laughs> Mugabe believes that he is, he is the life president. And if you can go back a few weeks when um, uh, they were planning and uh, going on uh, on uh, on the raids on Mnangagwa, mm-hmm. the, the people there, the, the bishops that were on that uh, service, they clearly spelled it out that Mugabe must be the life president. And he has, uh, he has become used to that idea and is not willing to let it go for anything. Mugabe is that man who is prepared to be on the plane for 24 hours as long as he's going to be called the president in uh, the United okay, Nations. So, I mean, General we've, we've made that very clear. Yes. Uh, what I'm trying to get at, as when we started this segment of the series, what I was trying to get at was that the unfortunate thing is that we, cont- we, we are perpetuating talk of Zanupiev in, in all our discussions. And, and why I asked AC whether one would have been a lesser evil. Was because I wanted to say, okay, if all else is lost, this is political analysis. This is not, you know, I'm not saying this is what's going to happen. It's just an analysis to say, Le- if all else failed, would Emerson would would Emerson have been a better, a lesser evil? AC said no. These guys were destined to. So, which means, guys, why are we focusing as a people, social media, Twitter, Facebook, zakat, zakat, why are we even focusing? I mean, yesterday there was a rumor that he was going to be on ANN7 at 9 o'clock and it was spreading through WhatsApp. Why are we even focused on that when the person who has taken power as vice president was going to be the same as the vice president who's been kicked out? It makes no difference. Am I, is my point coming across let's, let's, here? Let's say we, so we don't care because Munabiskwa Nemuna and Lakafanan. So let's so let's move on and just. Chimpo, why? There is something that we have got to realize that in terms of the Zimbabwean scenario, Mugabe has done the worst possible damage any living president can do to a nation. So even if we were going to put him in Angagwa, in terms of development or in terms of administration. Munangaga was just going to do the opposite of what Mugabe is doing. So the crisis AC, that we do you, have, do you agree the there? crisis that you th- we you have think, here, you think you think Emerson Munangagwa would have done the opposite of what Robert is doing? There is no the reason why Emerson Munangagwa has not been able to be heard is because he's a reformist. He's one guy that says no, let things go away this way, and Mugabe says the other. So there is a fight of ideologies within the ruling party. So, so okay, so you see now, now this is becoming a different conversation because now what Tino is saying is opposite to what to what AC is saying. Oh. Tino, and 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 I like that perspective. Well, I mean, I like I like the angle. I like where you're coming and let from. Let me let me give you an, an example as we go forward. Mm-hmm. If G40, for whatever reasons, takes power tomorrow morning. I'm telling you, with the type of people that they have, they are going to try as much as possible for the first five years mm-hmm. to make sure that they decimate their enemies, number one, and try to make that country a better country. They know, everybody knows what is going to be done in Zimbabwe. So they, you might be surprised that if they do things the way they are doing it, they are going to appeal better to the, to the voters and still continue with the dynasty. But this time around, in a way that makes sure that people are well taken care of. They have got the capability. They know the frustrations. The only person who doesn't want change in, in Zimbabwe, in this world is Robert Mugabe. He is the one that feels, no, 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 no. If you come with a bright idea, he doesn't want people that are brighter. He's actually dull. So he doesn't want competition. So he believes that everything that he has to do himself is the right thing. So if you go in there, even if I were to be president tomorrow morning, I tell you, I'm going to change Zimbabwe for the better. If S can be the president tomorrow morning, I tell you that Zimbabwe will be functioning because it's quite 
the highest order. You can never damage Zimbabwe to more than it is now. So anybody that comes in has got to make a name and you don't want to carry on with a legacy that has sent people suffering for 37 years. What type of a person would that I'm be? I'm sorry, you know, I, I, I beg to disagree. I mean, if your children are pouring 200 pound champagne on $60,000 watches, I don't think you're gonna, you're gonna change the country and you're allowing, and you're not, it's, it's not even about doing that. Do that in private, auntie. But you're flossing it on your social media for us to see. AC, what do you think? Do you think Tino is right by saying that? If the G4 was to come into power, they would strive to make Zimbabwe better. Or would they continue to plunder? Because let's not forget, no. MDC, during the, 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 um, uh, the government of national unity, the MDC made the biggest mistake of their political career. They took over finance of the country, the economy, and they fixed the country. But they left ZANU-PF with political power in regards to uh, the judicial system, the executive, right? ZANU-PF took advantage of a country that had become better and took the next election. AC, I mean, I, I think you get the point of view that I'm coming from, but let's let's have some, something from you. If I was a doctor and Zimbabwe was the patient and the patient was brought into the theater, the question is what type of a patient am I looking at? So I'm looking at a patient who now needs to go into ICU, uh, a patient who is almost lifeless, just got about enough life, probably the body is not functioning anymore. You just about have the heart pumping. Mm. The first thing any doctor would have to do is pop a papavirin injection inside the chest to keep you breathing. But what makes the conversation so confused is you look at this body and you say, man, it looks like everything is wrong. So when you try and say what's wrong with the opposition, what's wrong with Zanopia, what's wrong with the people, what's wrong with the public, it's the state of the body that has just moved in to the ICU unit. Now, when you look at this body and you then move to the second stage, once the body comes in, a doctor says, what is the diagnosis of all of the problems? Let's diagnose each problem and lay it out. And then let's identify the chief of the problems. And let's come up with a prescription, which is the second stage. So you prescribe and say, well, for the hand, we might have to cut it off. For the leg, we might be able to save, to, to save it. For the brain, we might have to uh, do some repair Damage work on it. But after the prescription, and this is kind of where we are as a country, where we now have a lot of prescriptions. We've kind of identified all of the problems. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We've kind of come up with all of the prescriptions. But one thing and one thing alone comes after prescription, the treatment. Mm -hmm. And this is what we are all maturing into. So you, when you sit in this chair, you are desperately trying to say, I have seen the problem. I even have the prescription to the problem. But God, Ad administering. I would like to administer the treatment. So your frustration as a radio host is coming from a point of you want to administer a treatment for ZBC radio. <laughs> you now know the problem with ZBC radio. You now know the prescription for ZBC radio. And the news but you are frustrated <laughs> by the treatment. Mm. Likewise me. I'm a political player. So I am looking at the whole body. But my focus, because I specialize in politics, I look at what is wrong with the politics. You look at the media, you look at what is wrong with the media. So mm -hmm. as a politician, I said, what is the political problem? Is Robert Mugabe and Morgan Changrai. Those are the two. The best way to define the political problem is Robert Mugabe and Morgan Changrai. Then I say, okay, so what is the prescription? Change Robert Mugabe and change Morgan Changrai. Very simple prescription. Then now what is frustrating me? I am trying to administer the treatment. Mm -hmm. And in the process of administering the treatment, mm -hmm. 
ne ugunduguruka ugundugurudulura ugunduguruka so my frustration is from the fact that i know the treatment but patient yangu aiskubvumiwa ne arv yanduda kuibaya nayo and that's ultimately what we're trying to get so the election is really about that the next election is really about has a date been set we... for the elections not yet no not yet and one will not be set until you know the roadmap to the elections uh, is presided by the voter registration exercise so mm-hmm. only after that can the president proclaim an election date he can proclaim an election date when he doesn't have a voter's roll and when does when does the voter registration end uh december uh, 9th. is is there is there a cut off date or are we looking at being able to enable everyone to actually register everyone who is um eligible to vote to vote so the voter registration exercise never closes what closes is the is what's currently happening right now which is the mobile voter registration exercise okay. where they come to you oh. and you register from your house okay right right now you can register of from course because it's a new system house. yes yeah uh, but even if it wasn't a new system, every election we always do that. Zek always comes nearest to you. Mm. Uh, but after the December the ninth, you would have, you to, go to, have to go to them okay. for very practical reasons. Okay. Yes. okay. One quick, and and you mentioned uh, that 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 I thing by the airport. You know, when I was coming yeah. back to SA, saw I, I, saw, I was like, "What the hell is going How on, man? That? What is that? What what's, exactly what's is that? that?" So so w- before you 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 go on the other side. Um, you, they make you stand in front of this this thing that reads your eyes, sort of like take a picture or something of your of your of your eyes, you know. And we don't know what it's that is. It's called a biometric iris scanner. Mm-hmm. And what this thing does is it's it's you know it's part of the accreditation process for ID, and they put it in a lot of the airports in, in international airports. They have it, but it's more subtle. In Zimbabwe, with our airports is like really big. You can tell mm. it's like the it's like the one it's like the one they had for for Ebola. Yeah. <laughs> so and then they simply came in the point. The but you know, for someone who wasn't interacted with it, when you first see it, because it's biometric, you're like, oh man, under see Because no one knows where these biometric machines go to sleep every night. There's two thousand five hundred of them. No during the day they're guarded by two police officers, two Zek officers, and one commission. And I was having a conversation with someone, a very naive individual, who thought that just because it's a new system. Uh, ZANU-PF would not be able to manipulate that system It's a new system in the country It's not a new system internationally There are people And, and what, cannot be, what cannot be influenced However, uh, in regards to the, the environment Coming to the next election Do you think the playing field Where do you think the playing field currently stands? Right, I will speak of my personal opinion here The best case scenario under these circumstances that we find ourselves in, under the current political climate, the best case scenario will be a government of transitional authority. A government of transitional, our national transitional authority would save the purpose of preparing the groundwork for proper elections to be held under free and fair um, environment. You will remember that uh, during the GNU, there were demands for reforms, mm-hmm. and those reforms have not been met. And as we go into this election, the only winning formula, if the election were to happen tomorrow, is to make sure that we have got as much numbers as possible. If we do not have numbers that, uh, and, uh, and we go into an election, it means that there is a room for manipulation of the election. So we need to make sure that as much as there is no reforms, if the elections were to happen, we need numbers. Because it becomes much, much difficult for one to rig an election where there are bigger numbers involved.
Supposing that five million if, people. I mean, if if it's if it's a uh, if it's a if it's an election, if it's um, what do we call a two party state? If it was a two party state, I could understand how numbers would affect. But it's either or, right? What about where we have multiple multiple parties or multiple candidates? Yeah, but do you think numbers would still be? But, but remember, there's only there's only two parties in Zimbabwe. Is the ruling party and the opposition. <laughs> the rest of the parties, he has told you that they don't really matter. Mm. They only mushroomed as a result of uh, depression and uh, uh, madness with the current. So, in terms uh, of opposition, opposition in terms of opposition, you're speaking of MDCT. We we so speak of the opposition. Whatever the, the, name you give it, whether it's yeah, but then that's my the, point. My point is fine if it's either or, guys. But then if we've got five opposition parties mm-hmm. and. The votes of the nation are split amongst those um, those five different ones. Can you then safely say, okay, numbers cannot cannot because, lie because per ballot will have those other ones. But, but remember, but now, if they're split amongst those yeah. others, that's where the problems. But see, do you get where I'm coming from? But, but remember, to say Tikazoti, anti Toti to that to that fifty one percent. Yes, but per fifty one percent, can fifty one percent got ten, 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 ten. But uh, remember, do you, do you get? Where yeah, I'm but what from? you should remember is there is no party. Within uh, within Zimbabwe, that is capable of getting seventy percent of votes, except for the two parties. Okay. So now, which is why I said so. Basically, we are we are literally the, dealing with ZANU PF and MDC. Yes. So the other parties that we might want to talk of, they are quite irrele- irrelevant in the bigger mm-hmm. scheme of things. That is why we are saying, if we had a youth face or a reformed face on the ballot against whatever they put from ZANU PF, whether it's Mugabe himself, the goblin, or whether it's uh, the, the <laughs> wife, it doesn't really matter. If you can have another alternative candidate, as uh, AC has been alluding to, you will see that ZANPF will be beaten hands down. So what is lacking is a candidate that appeals to everybody. And remember, he makes a very important point that uh, the reason why we have got so many political parties, and I, he says now to me as we are coming, he's willing to form another second party because he's frustrated. <laughs> so you will have two parties that he leads. You understand? The reason for that frustration is there is no other candidate that unites everybody. So if we get a candidate that can unite, you, you can't have a situation whereby Mayam Juri says, I cannot submit to Changirai. Where, where, where did that debacle come about? Where we do not have an alternative. Remember, it's all Zimbabweans. I mean, Zimbabweans, wherever we go, we shine. Yeah. You know what I mean? I started as a podcast here on Cliff Central. Now I'm live on a Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. with my boy Daryl. Yeah. I just had to but, plug but, ourselves but, in. But I mean, wherever we go, we shine. Yeah, but and re- you're telling me in the home of shining, but re- for people who shine, they don't have one. But remember, people have believed that the MDC is the way, their way to a better government. A gold, our golden child. 100%. So in believing that, they've put their trust in that uh, particular party. But within that particular party, we've got a president who says, I'm not going anywhere, whether I'm sick or not. What does that bring? The people that had put so much faith in that party get astray. They don't know where else to go. But if we can reform that particular party, I can tell you tomorrow morning, everybody's willing to run. Everybody's willing to go and participate. Morgan is not going anywhere. Well, I mean, there have been rumors that because of his illness, he might be. How far true are those rumors, uh, AC? Is there is there a likelihood that he would uh, relinquish power to someone else due to his um, his ill health? No, no chance. Uh, you can't reform the country if you can't even reform your own political party. So there's no chance he is going to reform the party or that man can reform the country. Um, Look, I think the real question on this whole opposition story is I, I have, like you, I have also studied political history. 
I have never studied a political coalition anywhere in the world. No, never. That never, has worked. Yeah. I don't know of a political coalition that ever produced Even success. in one of our biggest democracies, I mean the United Kingdom. David Cameron yeah. left midway. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. for me, political coalitions are relationships. You know, it's like saying... Let's just fall in love with each other, but we don't really fall, we don't really love each other. But because we talk with taste, eh. so because we both want to eat a marriage of convenience. That's right. So the trouble is, muchanesa na ida kuti pakujiga kuacho kutashajiga chaka kurandiani ogana maguta. Kuzi kuguta kune problem. Muna kagumiendi jaya kaguti sa. How about yochi saying that? Yochi nonga ma plate and that's where the problem yeah. is. So ultimately, I get his point of the transitional authority. What I agree with is we need to transition into the new into the new phase, but I don't think we're going to transition through a transition authority. I think we will transition through a complete wipeout. Yes, there will need definitely. to be a complete wipeout of Zano PF, and there will need to be a complete wipeout of MDC, mm. and we need to go back to zero. What is the likelihood? Very likely, and you know why it's very likely because there is now a generation, a generation like Mr. D here, a generation like you, generation of young people who have now reimagined a new country and are sitting back saying, I'm not going to join ZANOPF, I'm not going to join MDC, I'm going to wait for both of you to die, and then we're going to start over. Good word. And so, Tamba game renewer. She Tamba Imega. My pets are Tamba. My pets are right up. Just pin up ground to Tamba. I, 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 I. But look at both both parties. I mean, even if Mugabe was to be given another twenty years, even if Grace was to be given another twenty years, twenty years from now, I'll still only be you'll still be ready. Like my nigga, you still like okay, we'll wait another twenty years. Because ultimately there is one Zimbabwe which is not in the game yet. And that one Zimbabwe that's not in the game yet is the Zimbabwe of virgin voters. The Zimbabwe of this generational consensus. These young people with bright ideas of where they want to see their country go. Hey, so this are is you going to run only... this election? Aren't you too young? No, no, no. Well, no, no okay. not, 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 so I can't uh, run for president yeah. to answer your question. You I, I, I'm still yeah. 11 years too young mm-hmm. for that. But am I going to run for any other political office? Mm-hmm. I am very happy to run. I just haven't gotten to a stage where that's the conversation I need to be having yet. I'm very committed to running. I don't shy away from it. It's not me trying to run away but from the question. But you have not made that decision I haven't made it. the decision yet because right now I am too busy trying to get people to register to vote. You see, now when you were talking about ignorance, this is, this is ignorance on your part that I'm going to talk about where I think if you had dedicated, if you dedicate most of your rhetoric towards establishing Viva as the idea of spurring up the youth vote or the youth running for the vote i i i do think that would make a whole lot of sense no in fact it makes sense now that i have the knowledge especially when you now say that you have not decided mm-hmm. to run so now we know that okay all these facebook live videos that have been going on the interviews and so forth they're not aimed at at, at AC Lumumba campaigning to be a candidate of any nature, of any political office. They're aimed at him saying, okay, guys, you can be the candidate. Have I, have I explained this in, in a, some you, you have. And in fact, I, I get that a lot. You know, I get people who say that a lot. I don't know. How can you be trying to tell everybody to run and you're not running? And I always say the very problem we have with political parties in most parts of the world, especially in Africa right now, is the people who are 
in charge of political organizations are also the people who want to run governments. Which does not exactly. And that, that you always gives you problems. So Lumumba wants to be chairman of the party. He also wants to be president of the country. Mm, mm, so mm. there's no checks and balance. Robert Mugabe is president of ZANU-PF. He's also mm. president of the, of the country. He's also first secretary of ZANU-PF. He's also first secretary of the defense forces. If I give you any... There's no way... You know, even if you're a Christian for five years, you're going to sin. If you're married for five months... This is why they, I have a problem with me saying give me a term as party leader. Mm. Also give me a term as country leader. I must choose one of the other. Do exactly. I go on the ground and pick a constituency or do I stay in the background and make sure that those who are running mm. have got the best chance of winning? Let me close by saying this on this point. If I run, which again I said I have no problem doing, I can only win one seat. Okay? So I'll go to parliament as one seat. Kwangu msandichikire mdara ndakachi gwina. Pamnozo ndura ndakachi gwina pa internet na ndakachi gwina ground kudara. Internet is a result of the ground. ground. So I can win one seat, but I'm now in parliament of 210 and I'm one voice Whereas if I stay in the background and I help more people while I'm in the background, I can get 20 people into parliament. Now we have 20 people in because once you decide to campaign, you can't campaign part-time. I can't be a part-time campaigner. Mm -hmm. I have to put all my energy into my seat versus putting all my energy into other people's seats. And then we can get more seats. So I like the idea of getting more young people into office than getting Lumumba alone into office. But of course, you know, I definitely love the idea, which I think I just literally came up with right now. Uh, but <laughs> no, but it's, it, it, it does make more sense because, you know, I was having this discussion and someone, a friend of mine was like, no, AC is running. I'm like, no, you need to listen to our podcast. AC has said that he's not running. First of all, he can't run for a presidential seat, not in Zimbabwe, not in South Africa, not in America. He's not eligible in a lot of countries. I think probably 95% of the countries in the world Of the yeah. 198 countries that are there in the world He's not eligible to run um, But I do love the idea of saying to yourself You coming from that political background Coming from having that political acumen To then say, okay guys The only way we're going to progress Is if there's someone to push To give people the idea To motivate mm -hmm. the youth Not just to vote Because voting is one thing But to give an option of who to vote for Mm -hmm. Because we also forget that hey, find my register voter, but ballot pana Robert as as um as AC. I, I don't have it, that much wrong um against Chunkson. I don't know. Uh, I have not uh, dealt or done my um, research on him that much. But I do think, time, yeah. But I do think, <laughs> but I do think the issue that AC is bring up is the issue of options. The more the options, the more you, you know, the mind starts to say, okay, now let me find out what can this person do? Because there was a point in time that Zimbabweans kept saying, ah, Chero Asiri Robert. That's a problem. Because that's what we did in 1980. It was Chero Asiri Rungu. Robert. And we can't go into a situation where we are not politically literate enough to know that, no, we don't just want an option. We want the best possible option. Uh, to round off the show, Tino. Okay, one thing that is very important when we come to choosing a candidate and uh, the arithmetic around it is the time frame to the elections. So under these circumstances, as much as we have said that we want a youth person to be in the presidency next year, 
we might lucky might not be on our side. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think let's not say a youth person, a youthful. Yeah, because, a youthful because yes. youth ends at thirty-five. But you know, a youthful course. person. I'm looking mm-hmm. at under forty-five. I've put yes. a, I've, mm-hmm. I've put in a really an, mm-hmm. an edge mark there. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is, uh, we might be stampeded to an election in time by Robert. He can do that. And if he has got to, if he has stampeded us to an election, we have no choice. We'll have to vote for Morgan Chagrai. As much as he might have overstayed in his party, we have no choice. And uh, once we have voted him into power, we then start mobilizing. So basically, to make so sure we're, that we're now looking at the reality to say, that is kana, the reality. Kana, 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 Zi chuke, zi ome, zi gooma seropa Toda kuti, pazo gopinda munu munuku Unengo na makore, aripasi pe 45 mm-hmm. Toti wa daraka, chimbo mira iti manye nechunu ichi Tichi tore mwono, tino zita sei Imikwenyu kwa makashakura magadi Makashakura ndimenyu, tika goivona Chitipa yomuka na tifambe nacho Isto batafamba ni bora manji Asika na tika enda, tika manji soko maelekshen Tisi na choisi kwa zino Andi itino votra wachangirai, ndo shoko rango Thank you so much for joining us for this um, election series on No Borders, uh, election 2018. Uh, we had Tino Mambeo from the Tajamuka movement. We also had AC Lumumba, the visionary from Viva. Uh, gentlemen, I think uh, all in all, it's, uh, it's been great. Uh, my personal view is... I am a believer in Dr. Nkosana Moyo. He still needs to be grilled. We need to find out what exactly he's about. Because like AC, uh, he's former... Well, apparently he's not former ZANU-PF, but he is former ZANU-PF government. Um, so let's... Um, please, uh, stay in touch. Uh, no, I mean... But you know what? Um, I think another problem that we've had with opposition, I need to cut this off, but I think, okay. thank you for raising that AC. Another problem that we've had with opposition parties. If you look in a lot of, in a lot of other countries, an opposition party does not necessarily have to win the presidency. What you need is a strong opposition party that maintains its role in keeping the, the ruling party on its toes. But, so the problem is good. Ah, Ningaruza, Ningaruza, Baruza presidential election, but, but are they causing havoc within parliament? Are they making sure that someone is being kept to task? Are what, they checks what, and balances? nothing they can cause those words. What, what, what we want, they're causing themselves uh, a dick. <laughs> what we want, Casey, is we need to win the presidency. No, no, I'm where, not. I'm not running where, away from where, the fact where, that we do I, need I want to, to win. Give you another angle. But I, I want, also I want saying to continue that, with another angle. Mm-hmm. We need to win the presidency, and we need a mix within parliament of independence, whatever the story, and other but, political parties. Yes, of course. But the president must not remain where it is. You it see, has got to be taken. You know, I, I don't deny that. But you see, we do, we should not be as myopic as to think that this election is the only election. Because let's say Changson does get in it in this election, or Doctor Kosanamo, and then he just becomes another Zanupio for another Robert. Why? Because 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 you guys because you guys then because you guys have then said um because you guys have then said ah no Tangshodot What I'm saying is that for a stable Zimbabwe, for the future of Zimbabwe. We need a stable opposition party, no matter who is in power. If MDC gets into power, Mangwana, ZANU-PF must become that opposition party that keeps people registered in, in, in a, uh, checked. That's basically what I'm saying. And we forgot that in 1980, which is what has led us to this. To say, ah, no, Tabo, but, but, 
You need a, an opposition party, an opposition movement, not just a party. We need a parliament that is balanced. Yes. To say, you can't just, you know, you can't just do Zawada.